The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. And so the second week of this short advent is underway. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, December 11th, 2023, Monday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Pope St. Damasus I. He was born in 304, the son of a Roman priest, and started as a deacon in his father's church and served as a priest in what later became the Basilica of San Lorenzo in Rome. He served Pope Liberius and followed him into exile. When Liberius died, Damasus was elected Bishop of Rome, but a minority elected and consecrated another deacon, Ursinus, as Pope. The controversy between Damasus and the anti-Pope resulted in violent battles in two basilicas, scandalizing the bishops of Italy. Supporters of the anti-Pope even managed to get Damasus accused of a grave crime as late as A.D. 378. He had to clear himself before both a civil court and a church synod. During his pontificate, Christianity was declared the official religion of the Roman state. Latin became the principal liturgical language as part of the Pope's reforms. His encouragement of St. Jerome's biblical studies led to the Vulgate. Pope St. Damasus I died in 384. Pope St. Damasus I, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O my Lord and my God, I offer to you this day and forever my body, my soul, and my heart with all their works, powers, and affections in the spirit of contrition and atonement, in the spirit of adoration and thanksgiving, in the spirit of faith, hope, and charity. I lay my past, my present, and my future at your feet and I pray that I may accomplish your will during every moment of my mortal life and rejoice in your love for my whole eternity. Through my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with whose prayers, labors, and sufferings, I beseech you to unite and sanctify mine. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people living with disabilities may be at the center of attention in society and that institutions may offer inclusive programs which value their active participation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We begin our prayer there, invoking our Immaculate Mother. Jesus, every time we come before you in our prayer, we, we approach you with Our Lady, with our Mother, who is conceived immaculately. That's, that's the meaning of that name, Immaculate Mother. The one who entered this world sinless, who lived in this world sinless who went to heaven sinless, who is without stain, without any blemish or or change in who she was meant to be, 
Sin we know Jesus takes away from who I am. It doesn't add to me, it takes away. And so the sins that I bring you when I come to confession, when I come before you in sorrow, maybe at the end of the day, my examination of conscience, the sorrow I have is to say, I'm sorry that I've allowed myself not to be who I was meant to be. You know, by my choices, by my thoughts, by my words, I'm choosing to go down a path that's that's not the fullest version of myself, the the version you intended. This is the the meaning of our sorrow. And so when we invoke you, our Immaculate Mother, Mother Mary, when we invoke you in our prayer, we say, come and support us, come and help us pray. So we ask you at this, again, in this podcast, this time of prayer, Mother, intercede for us. Lead us to be who we were meant to be. We're led into a beautiful gospel today about a scene from your life, Jesus' very famous one, where the, the paralytic man is, is um, dropped through the roof of the house. So full was this room full of people. So clamoring were people to come and listen to your words that there's no space for this man. So his friends ingeniously lift off the roof and drop him down in, in, before, your, before your presence. St. Luke uses a very interesting phrase just before this takes place. He says, the power of the Lord was with him. So Jesus is going about doing these miracles, Judea, Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him. Jesus, this word invokes um, a mystery in our hearts. The Greek word is dynamis, where we get the English word dynamic or dynamite. There's something about the way you're living that is dynamic, it's powerful. It's the only way St. Luke can think to describe it. It's the power of the Lord is, is behind everything you're doing. And yet, it's a silent power. Because in the midst of this miracle where the man is dropped, before you lower down into the room, there are those who scoff and say, who does this man think he is for giving sins? And they, they use this as evidence against you. So the power of the Lord can go unnoticed. It's not um, um, a, a power that, that dominates or, or, that, or that obliterates. Jesus, your power is so gentle and so respectful. And it's the same word that St. Luke uses just four chapters earlier, where we hear of Our Lady saying to the angel Gabriel, how will this come about? You know, how will this be? You know, I've promised my, my heart to the Lord already. How will it be that now I'm to be a mother? The angel Gabriel says, the power of the Most High will overshadow you, Mary. The power, the dynamis of the Most High. So it's the same silent power there, creating life in our mother's womb, Mother Mary's womb, the life of all life, the author of life, as one of the prayers of the Mass talks about it. Jesus, you're the author of life, and you come into our lives. You take on flesh in the womb of our mother Mary in a silent power. There's a silent power that makes all this happen. There's a silent power working in you when you're going about doing these miracles. For me, in this season of Advent, there's a, a particular focus on silence in my own prayer. Jesus, to encounter silence is to encounter you to encounter you is to encounter silence to encounter you to encounter the power that's within you 
it's not something that's going to strike me out of the blue or knock me down, or, but it's going to be discovered silently. Lovely book uh, called The Power of Silence by Cardinal Robert Sarah. Maybe it's uh, a book you've come across for your own prayer. Jesus, I just share a few words of that, of that lovely book here. At the heart of man, there is an innate silence, for God abides in the innermost part of every person. God is silence, and this divine silence dwells in man. In God, we are inseparably bound up with silence. The church can affirm that mankind is the daughter of a silent God, for men are the sons of silence. These are such amazing words. And Jesus, in our prayer today, this little reflection is full of words, but actually you're speaking to our hearts in a silent way. And any words of any podcast, any material, any resource we ever listen to, it's to lead us deeper into that silent place. The silent place in my heart and the silence in God, the power of God, wanting to work so tremendously within each one of us. We think too of the beautiful feast of the Immaculate Conception of Our Lady as, as we begun this prayer reflecting on the word Immaculate, so too her feast is, is not long to go. How did this come about apart from in silence? The conception of our Mother Mary, naturally conceived and yet immaculately protected from the stain of original sin, a silence entered the world there. The silence of sinlessness, the possibility that mankind could now be in communion with God once again, a particular grace given to Mary, our mother, in that moment, and yet a grace now won for us by the son she bore, the son she brings into the world. Jesus, that you can share with me this possibility of sinlessness, the possibility that I, in my body, in my heart, in my mind, can be in communion with the one God. How? In this beautiful prayer of silence, in which I recognize, I need you, my God. I need you. Yesterday we just heard about John the Baptist proclaiming a baptism of repentance. And he says, you know, don't, don't be claiming uh, some connection, or I know this person, or I know this person, uh, um, my family were all Catholics, or my dad had a big job in a Catholic school, whatever, you know, what the, the equivalent is for us. John the Baptist says, don't be saying that because God can raise up from the stones anyone he, he wants. Instead, repent. Instead, enjoy the fruit of what Jesus is winning for you. Jesus, you have won this for us. You've won it on the cross. In John the Baptist's day, it was, it was before that time for us. We access it already. It's, 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 it's happened. It's the, your, your blood has been shed for me. Sinlessness is possible. That I can come to you again and again with my sins and ask for your forgiveness in the silence of repentance. And you restore in my heart the image you placed on me in the beginning. The power of God that was present in your miracles, that was present at the beginning of creation, that was present in the moment of the, of the Annunciation to Mary, that was present when Mary, our mother, immaculately conceived, was, was brought into the world. This silent power fills me when I repent, when I give you back my heart and say, Lord, again, I need your grace. 
So we fall on you today, Jesus, as our King, as our, our powerful God, who works so silently in us and yet so powerfully in us. We don't want to be blind to what you're doing. We, want to, we don't want to miss any details. So in this precious season of Advent, may we soak in the silence of God's wonderful power moving in our lives. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Monday of the second week of Advent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin the liturgical day with the entire church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us worship worship the Lord the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and And we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all my works. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let Let us us worship worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come.
Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, 
I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Lo, The Lord empties the land and lays it waste. He turns it upside down, scattering its inhabitants. Layman and priest alike, servant and master. The maid as her mistress, the buyer as the seller, the lender as the borrower, the creditor as the debtor. The earth is utterly laid waste, utterly stripped. For the Lord has decreed this thing. The earth mourns and fades, the world languishes and fades, both heaven and earth languish. The earth is polluted because of its inhabitants, who have transgressed laws, violated statutes, broken the ancient covenant. Therefore a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants pay for their guilt. Therefore they who dwell on earth turn pale, and few men are left. The wine mourns, the vine languishes, all the merry-hearted groan. Stilled are the cheerful timbrels, ended the shouts of the jubilant. Stilled is the cheerful harp. They cannot sing and drink wine. Strong drink is bitter to those who partake of it. Broken down is the city of chaos. Shut against entry every house. In the streets they cry out for lack of wine. All joy has disappeared and cheer has left the land. In the city nothing remains but ruin. Its gates are battered and desolate. Thus it is within the land and among the peoples, as with an olive tree after it is beaten, as with a gleaning when the vintage is done. These lift up their voice in acclaim. From the sea they proclaim the majesty of the Lord. For this in the coastlands give glory to the Lord, in the coastlands of the sea, to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the end of the earth we hear songs, splendor to the just one. But I said, I am wasted, wasted away. Woe is me. The traitors betray, with treachery have the traitors betrayed. Terror 
pit and trap are upon you, inhabitant of the earth. He who flees at the sound of terror will fall into the pit. He who climbs out of the pit will be caught in the trap. For the windows on high will be opened, and the foundations of the earth will shake. The Word of the Lord. Singing in praise, they lift their voices. Let the Lord be glorified in your teachings. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let all the earth sing to the Lord. From a treatise on the ascent of Mount Carmel by St. John of the Cross, priest. Under the ancient law, prophets and priests sought from God revelations and visions, which indeed they needed. For faith had as yet no firm foundation, and the gospel law had not yet been established. Their seeking and God's responses were necessary. He spoke to them at one time through words and visions and revelations, at another in signs and symbols. But however he responded, and what he said and revealed were mysteries of our holy faith, either partial glimpses of the whole or sure movements toward it. But now that faith is rooted in Christ and the law of the gospel has been proclaimed in this time of grace. There is no need to seek him in the former manner, nor for him so to respond. By giving us as he did, his Son, his only word, he has in that one word said everything. There is no need for any further revelation. This is the true meaning of Paul's words to the Hebrews when he urged them to abandon their earlier ways of conversing with God, as laid down in the law of Moses, and to set their eyes on Christ alone. In the past, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets in various ways and manners, but now in our times, the last days, he has spoken to us in his Son. In effect, Paul is saying that God has spoken so completely through his own word that he chooses to add nothing. Although he had spoken but partially through the prophets, he has now said everything in Christ. He has given us everything, his own Son. Therefore, anyone who wished to question God or to seek some new vision or revelation from him would commit an offense— for instead of focusing his eyes entirely on Christ, he would be desiring something other than Christ or beyond him. God could then answer, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. In my word I have already said everything. Fix your eyes on him alone, for in him I have revealed all and in him you will find more than you could ever ask for or desire. I, with my Holy Spirit, came down upon him on Mount Tabor and declared, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. You do not need new teachings or ways of learning from me, for when I spoke before it was of Christ who was to come, and when they sought anything of me, they were but seeking and hoping for the Christ, 
in whom is every good, as the whole teaching of the evangelists and apostles clearly testifies. Many nations will come and say, Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the home of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. The Messiah, who is called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will teach us everything. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. Let us pray. May our prayer or petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. The Lord is accused of blasphemy, and of course, he takes it as an opportunity to teach. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, December 11, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we might say that the Lord showed the Pharisees just who is in charge. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. On one of those days as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question. Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them. Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. I say to you, rise, take up your bed, and go home. And immediately the man rose before them and took up that on which he lay and went home, glorifying God. Amazement seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe. We have seen strange things today. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. What a nice sound. Your sins are forgiven. 
we can hear that same sound from Jesus in the sacrament of penance. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Arouse our hearts, Lord, to make the way ready for your Son. In spite of all our sins, let your merciful grace hasten the work of our redemption. This liturgical prayer with which we begin our conversation with God speaks of proclaiming the coming of Jesus by asking pardon for sins. Strengthen all weary hands, steady all trembling knees, and say to all faint hearts, Courage, do not be afraid. God himself is coming to you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unsealed. Then shall the lame leap like the deer, and the tongues of the dumb sing for joy. For water gushes in the desert, streams flow in the wasteland, the scorched earth becomes a lake, the parched land revives with springs of water. Our Lord has brought with him everything good. The Messiah is very close to us, and during these days of Advent we should get ready to receive him in a new way when Christmas comes. During these days, Jesus says in a special manner, Strengthen all weary hands. Steady all trembling knees, and say to all faint hearts, Courage, do not be afraid. Every day we meet friends, colleagues, relatives, who have lost their sense of what is most essential to their very existence. They feel unable to go towards our Lord, and they walk along the paths of life as though paralyzed because they have lost hope. We have to show them the way to the humble cave in Bethlehem. There they will find the meaning of their lives. To do this, we have to know the way ourselves. We must have interior life. We have to talk to Jesus and strive ourselves to improve in those very things in which our friends have to improve. We must have an unshakable hope in the supernatural means. Prayer, mortification, and good example will always form the basis of the Christian apostolate. The more petition for others is backed by the sanctity of the suppliant, the more certain it is to be answered. Apostolate springs from a great love for Christ. In many cases, bringing our friends closer to Christ means taking them to receive the sacrament of penance, one of the greatest treasures our Lord has left to his church. Perhaps no way of helping friends is as great as making it easy for them to go to confession. Sometimes we will have to help them with tact and kindness to make a good examination of conscience. Sometimes we will accompany them to the place where confessions are being heard. At other times, again, a word of encouragement and affection will suffice, accompanied by a brief and properly prepared instruction about the nature and value of the sacrament. What joy each time we get a relative, a colleague, a friend to receive the sacrament of divine mercy. This same joy is shared in heaven by our Father God and by all the blessed. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
when will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters, your torrents and all your waves, Swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him. Praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. 
Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun, To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring ring with with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. The Lord proclaims, Repent, the kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. 
he promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord proclaims, Repent, the kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. To Christ our Redeemer, who will come again to free from the power of death all those who return to him, let us humbly pray. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. As we proclaim your coming, Lord, cleanse our hearts of every vain desire. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, may the church which you founded proclaim your greatness to all peoples. Come, Lord Jesus. Your law is a light to our eyes. Let it protect those who trust in you. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You allow the joys of your coming to be foretold to us by your church. May we receive you with eager devotion. Come, 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 Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May our prayer of petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Christmas is coming in just two weeks, and Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming along in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. 
Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.